the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the radio broadcast ministry of Kettering Baptist Church, where we minister in the spirit of excellence under the leadership of our anointed senior pastor, Buca Sterling III. Please stay tuned at the end of this broadcast for information on how to obtain a copy of today's message in its entirety. And now, Pastor Sterling. The Word of God from uh, the 103rd Division of Psalm reads like this. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgives all your iniquities. Who heals all your diseases. Who redeems your life from destruction. Who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies. Who satisfies your mouth with good things. So that your youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord executes righteousness and justice for all who are oppressed. And made known his way to Moses. His acts to the children of Israel. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in mercy. He will not always strive with us, nor will he keep his anger forever. He has not dealt with us according to our sins, nor punished us according to our iniquities. For as the heavens are high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward those who fear him. And as for as far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. As a father pities his children, so the Lord pities those who fear him. For he knows our frame and remembers that we are dust. Would you pray with me this morning? Father, we love you. We honor you. We bless you. Thank you for the privilege we have to stand and declare your word today. Lord, I'm praying even now that the spirit of God would manifest itself in this place. Lord, that we might be able to honor you and glorify you. And as we lift you up, Heavenly Father, that you would draw men, women, boys, and girls to yourself. Someone needs a savior today. Father, I pray you save them by your amazing grace. Someone, Lord God, needs to glorify you with all they have today. God, I pray that we are able to just lift you up high today and glorify you. Father, someone is in a place this morning that they just need a word from you, God. I'm praying even now, Lord, that you will begin speaking and ministering into their heart, that you will begin to to turn over the, the, the soil, Lord God, that the seed that is planted on this day, God, might grow up into great and good fruit. Spirit of the living God, I know that there are a multitude of things that you're going to be doing in the midst of our preaching time, and I'm just praying that your name would get the glory and the honor and the 
praise out of all of them. Lord, I stand as a vessel to be used by you on this day. I need you, God. I need your strength. I need your clarity of thought and clarity of speech. Lord, use me as a vessel in your hand. I just, I just want to be your child to, that, that can glorify you on this day. So, Lord, I bless you in advance for what you're going to do. I believe by faith that you've already set the things in order. So now, God, shall we walk in the power of the Holy Spirit that your will might be done and your way might be accomplished and that you would get all of the glory. It's in Jesus name I pray and I thank you amen amen praise the name of the Lord Catherine as I was I was reading through this um, particular um, psalm it reminded me of uh, the way in which we today enter into relationships with people um, today unlike some previous times relationships come together in in different ways um, than, uh, if I can say, the old school way. Um, in fact, I, I'm not, I don't have any statistical data, but I, I just have experiential data that it seems like to me that more people today are meeting people not in person, but online. Amen, somebody. Um, they, they walk past the folks that are around them and they go on a computer and they scan through profiles and you decide what you like and don't like or if it seems like to you it it matches up with what you want or what you desire in a relationship um, and as I was looking through this psalm it it reminded me deeply of relationships and you know when when we go through these examinations of people today for relationships we want to know typically what's the benefits Um, we approach relationships like we used to approach jobs we not only want to know the salary but we want to know the benefits (laughs) We want to know how much do you make, or even better yet, how much money do you have? You don't have to be making it. If you have it, I'm okay with that too. <laughs> Amen, Jesus. We, we want to know what, what kind of credit score do you have, because that helps me to know whether we're going to have the potential of getting into some stuff and gaining some benefits. We want to know, uh, you know, we even move now to background checks. Amen. We're doing background checks on people because we want to know what your past looks like. It's not really all bad. Some, Sometimes it might be a good thing to know some people that where they've been. Um, we want to know, are you are a member of any kind of clubs or associations so that I can have the benefit of being a new club member? If I can get on your club membership, I can be a part of the club. But at the end of the day, what we're really searching for is what are the benefits of me being in this relationship with you? As a matter of fact, I already know what I'm bringing to the table, but I want to know what you have. And so I'm going to examine whether or not I want to step forward into this relationship based on what benefits it affords me. 
And if the benefits don't, don't meet my expectation, then I flip to the next page and check out the next person. <laughs> this attitude of evaluating relationships, humanly speaking, has translated over into how we evaluate whether or not we want to have and what level of relationship we want to have with God. We want to know of God, God, what are the benefits of having a relationship with you? In fact, uh, if the truth be told, we even reevaluate our, uh, our relationship with him as we feel like his benefits aren't meeting us at our particular time and our perceived need. In other words, if God's not doing what I need him to do right now, I'm reevaluating the relationship. I'm, I'm really preaching right now. And so, not only for the believer, but also for the unbeliever who is trying to determine whether or not I should enter into a relationship with God, they are running God through similar filters that we do when we enter into relationships with one another. What are the benefits? How much does he make? What's his, what's his background look like? We want to run a background check on God. Unfortunately, too many folk are running the background check on Christians and not on God. And so they're getting bad data. Lord, help me, Jesus. And so this, this evaluation process is hindering, I believe, some of us from, one, appreciating what we have in this relationship, but secondly, it's hindering others from entering into the relationship because they're evaluating uh, on the wrong terms, if I can say it that way. In this particular psalm, what David does, he writes uh, this psalm and he, uh, he helps us, if I can say, uh, helps us to understand the relationship he has with God by writing this psalm in a celebration and appreciation manner for the relationship he has with God. In other words, David says, based on the relationship I have with God, I've got something to celebrate and appreciate. And the benefits are off the chain. Lord, help me. Y'all, I, I wish I had two uh, Christians that knew something about the benefits of God. As we go through life, my brothers and my sisters, as we journey with God through this thing called life, I think it's essentially necessary for us to take some time out every now and then and celebrate and appreciate what we have in this relationship. Because if the relationship that we have with God were like the relationship that we have with people, people would walk away from us because we are the ones that are coming up short on the benefits. But God, even though we've got nothing to offer, even though we brought nothing to the table, he keeps on loving you. He keeps on blessing you. He keeps on keeping you. And he keeps pouring out the benefits in your direction. So we should be grateful and we should be appreciative of 
this relationship we have. I want to talk to you on today from the subject matter, bless the Lord for his benefits. This, this psalm of, of David is interesting in its approach. He starts off with what I call a high call to bless the Lord. There's a high call here in the text. It's repetitive as well. Bless the Lord, O my soul. He comes back again, verse 2, bless the Lord, O my soul. He's calling us uh, to, to join him, in essence, in blessing God. It's, it's as if David is having a conversation as we read through this psalm. It's as if David is having a conversation with himself. And he's uh, stirring up and motivating himself. Uh, towards praise and towards blessing God as he reflects upon the relationship he has with God. And I would declare that if you think just for a few seconds about the relationship you have with God, something on the inside of you gets stirred up. And if you meditate on it a little while longer, the stirring begins to stir a little higher and a little harder. Lord, help me, Jesus. Uh, Things start to surface to the top and you start to remember the things that God has done for you that you know you are not deserving of. Lord, help me, God. And there's a high call uh, to bless his name. Lord, Jesus, I'm going to get you there, but... Uh, As David is having this conversation with himself, he's stirring himself up about this relationship he has with God. He commands himself. He, He declares this blessing of the Lord. Bless the Lord. And he doesn't, he's not, uh, so much at this particular point talking to anybody else but himself. He says, Oh, my soul. Lord Jesus. Um, it's almost like he, he, he had to remind himself that this is something you ought to do. Lord God, bless the Lord, O oh my soul. This, this idea and this rendering of blessing that David lays out in the text is, is more than just praise. But it's, it's praise with affection and gratitude. Um, I think it's, we can praise God for who he is and we can, we can say praise you for being high and holy and being God all by yourself and we can praise him for that but then when we start thinking about what he's done Lord help me God and then then the praise this this praise is which is the praise that that David is laying here out in term of when he says bless the Lord he's 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 saying of himself he's encouraging himself to give appreciation to God to celebrate God for what he's done bless the Lord oh my soul Lord, help me, God. Um, he says, it's almost like David is, it says that wasn't enough. And he says, uh, says again, he says, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Um, can, if you imagine having a conversation with yourself and, and I'm not schizophrenic, but just I'm going to play like I am for a moment. <laughs> and, and, and you say to yourself, Bless the Lord. And self says, why should I bless the Lord? And you respond to self and say, because he's been so good to you. And, 
And so you say, bless the Lord. And then self says, um, shall I just, shall I just utter words of praise from my lips? And then you respond to self and say, no, let, let all that's inside of you that knows what God has done for you. Let everything inside of you bless the Lord. And so there's a conversation going on here in the text where he's talking to himself and he says, bless the Lord, oh my soul. And then he says, and all that's within me, Lord, help me bless his holy name. I like that. I like, I like this exchange that's, that's happening here um, because, because David is motivating himself as he, as he contemplates, Lord Jesus, the relationship he has with God. Lord, help me, Jesus. Um, I'm trying to figure out how to say this. Um, when, when you talk to yourself and you tell self everything inside of you ought to be blessing God. Well, you, you start to realize that, that, that the bones inside of you, help me Jesus, would not be strong enough to hold the weight that's outside of you if it were not for the God who loved you. And so bones, you ought to bless the Lord. Then, then, then you have a conversation with the blood vessels and blood vessels, if you were not created with the right density and with the right elasticity, then if uh, the person stretched their arm too far or bent too wide it blood would just bust open and and flow all around inside the body and so blood vessels you you've got you've got right you've got privilege you've got opportunity so you ought to join in with the bones to bless the lord heart lord help me god uh he's got you on a rhythmic pattern and he he makes sure that you get the right uh, iamic pentameter Lord Jesus, you're beating at the right beat and at the right moment so that everything is flowing at the right pace and he doesn't cause you to go into an arrhythmia. So heart, you've got a right and you've got a privilege to join in and bless the Lord. Help me somebody. And because God makes sure that when the lungs breathe in air that they don't hold it too long and that the carbon, Lord help me Jesus, dioxide inside of you doesn't poison you but it affords you the opportunity to blow out the air and catch another one lungs you've got a right all that's within me ought to bless the Lord ought to be appreciative ought to be celebrating Lord Jesus um, I had a reflection just a moment there of our, our common methodologies of appreciation and celebration. In our common methodologies of celebration, when our team scores, we lose our voice. We jump up and shout. We run around the room, falling all over the place screaming, shouting that our team scored the point. 
won the game. That's how we celebrate. Matter of fact, um, every weekend there are sanctuaries of praise for our teams. Lord, help me. And there's no offering that's taken up, but millions of dollars are being collected. And um, they don't. They don't have a, a praise team or, uh, or, or they do have cheerleaders, but they're not really leading the cheer. Lord, help me, God. And, and so thousands of people come together and, with, and they celebrate the achievements of their team who, who might win and they might lose. Lord, help me, Jesus. And they use everything in them to praise their team. That's how we celebrate. That's, that's our celebration. We, this is how we celebrate the Lord. We celebrate. So sometimes we need to motivate ourselves. Praise the Lord and all that's within me. And he says, he says, bless, bless the Lord, bless the Lord, bless the Lord, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. And then he, and then he moves from there because he has this, this calling for us to, to bless God. He, it's a high, I call it a, a high calling to bless God. And he, he's calling us into this, this opportunity, and, and he's calling himself to, in, specifically in this opportunity to praise God at the highest level. And then he has what I call the, the high call to remember all his benefits. And in case all that's within you needs help and needs reminder why we need to praise him, why I should be blessing him, why every part of me ought to join in in blessing him and celebrating him and appreciating him. He says, remember his benefits. It's right here in the text. Um, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. I love that, and, and I love the fact that David is sincere as, as he has this conversation with himself because we have a tendency as humans to forget stuff quickly, especially the benefits of God. And so David says, don't forget his benefits while you're blessing him, while you're celebrating him, while you're praising him, while you're exalting him. Don't forget his benefits. And I like the way he says, he says, forget not all his benefits. And he starts off the benefits with the thing that we benefited most from. And the benefit that we needed most. And he says, look, um, he, he forgives all of our iniquities. You know what? I'm, I'm surprised. Y'all just surprised me. Y'all, y'all surprised me. Now I know I need to preach a salvational message because when I just reminded you that he forgave you of all your iniquities, I had three people out of all y'all to say, I praise the Lord. Thank you. Nobody jumped up and shouted like we just won the score, like we just, we just hit the three-pointer. Nobody, nobody ran around. Nobody jumped up and screamed. 
when you thought about he forgave all your iniquity? Praise the Lord. You have been listening to the radio broadcast ministry of Kettering Baptist Church under the leadership of Senior Pastor Bukas Sterling III, where we minister in the spirit of excellence. We pray that you have been richly blessed by today's message. Financial contributions and support of this ministry are welcome. We thank you in advance for uniting with us in kingdom building. For a copy of this sermon on CD or to hear this message again on the web, please visit our website at KetteringMinistries.org and remember to reference the title or broadcast date. We hope that you have enjoyed our journey together. And we invite you to join us in person for one of our spirit-filled worship services, Sundays at 10 a.m. at the Legacy Center, located at 6909 Crane Highway, Upper Marlboro, Maryland, or virtually via our website, Facebook, and YouTube. For additional information, go to our website at KetteringMinistries.org or contact our church office at 301-627-9500. Please join us again as Senior Pastor Bukas Sterling III and the Kettering Baptist Church family minister in the spirit of excellence. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.